Uh, hey guys, uh, welcome back to uh, our next episode of Courtside Story. So today we'll be talking about uh, the various, uh, we'll be discussing each playoff series separately. And uh, this video is about uh, the Heat's Buck series. So, uh, bro, I think this series was, it was quite uh, simple, bro. They got swept. The Bucks got, oh. sorry, the Bucks exposed the Heat for what it was. Bro. I don't like the after. I don't like the smile on my face, but like it's got to be said, Heat fans were cocky as motherfuckers this year. Like yeah, maybe they weren't cocky, they were co- confident in their team, but it definitely came off as cocky. Yeah, bro, they were all like, "Oh, Butler, what a legend! Put Butler and fucking uh, all in the yeah. second team and all. Get the fuck out of here, bro." Bro, they're acting like Butler's the second coming of Jordan and all. Butler's also saying, "I'm stupidly locked in." When we when we get to the finals, like this, that, and all's gonna happen. Acting as if he's like, he's a given. He's like LeBron into like between 2010 <laughs> to 20, making the finals every year. Man's made the finals once, like once in his life, and he's acting like a big shot. So like I and like. He like last year it was quite sad. Like when I was watching, I was really disappointed because I was rooting for the Bucks and they like they just fucking they fucked the Bucks. Like yeah, in game in five games, it, bro. Gentlemen scenes. Yeah. Like it, it was embarrassing for the Bucks, and I feel really happy that the Bucks were able to come back and really like get some revenge this year. Like it's it's not it's just sweet. There's no bitter. I'm just happy all around. Smiles all around. Yeah, but bro, yeah, sure, like sure. Uh, I think first, I think among the four games, like the first game was probably the most, the only competitive game of the series. The and I'd say that's series. also because, like, yeah, that's also because the Bucks were like getting their playoff jitters out. Like, uh, bro, yeah. So I think so. Like the first game was a real close game. Okay, I mean, if you see everybody, you know, fucking singing songs, Jimmy Butler and all, but mm. Jimmy Butler performed quite horribly throughout the entire series. He was averaging like 15 points or something. That two on mm-hmm. like 25% shooting or some shit like that, which is just generally yeah, yeah. appalling for a superstar of his caliber. Um, That's what. The three just wasn't one, falling for him. Yeah. In game one, he did have like a redeeming performance because even though he played horribly the entire game, he was able mm-hmm. to hit that clutch layup uh, yeah, to tie the, the game most- and force it into overtime. One of the most incredible shots of the series, and probably the most like the only like important shot that Butler hit, like yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Sure. bro. And I feel like so what was very different of this series, uh, when this series started out, and it's true for like most of the games, right? Adib- mm-hmm. Adib- especially this game, Adebayo mm-hmm. and Butler, who are the main stars of the Heat, didn't yeah. play bad well at all. Yeah, right. Yeah. They both yeah. played badly. They were both being, in fact, the team was only being carried in this. See, it is, and specifically in this game by the backcourt, mm. which was Dragic and mm. uh, Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson, man, Duncan Robinson, I'd say, was probably the best performer for that Heat team because, like, he was the only one who genuinely looked unstoppable out there. Because the guy can come out, he can come running like from anywhere on the court. He can like slide through a screen and just catch the ball, jump, elevate, and shoot. And he was doing that. He had like seven threes in, I think, uh, one of the games. Yeah, yeah, first game. Yeah. First game only, yeah. He was really killing them, like from you, like with that particular move again and no. again. They just couldn't guard it. But I feel like everyone just keep forget keeps forgetting to mention this guy, and I think he's an absolute legend. Okay, mm. uh, Chris Middleton, bro. He got them the dub. He made actually what was the best shot of the entire series. Hundred percent, hundred percent. What a legendary mid-range fadeaway and all he had, and that bro. put the bucks up. Right, that was, and that was... the the truth was after that 
the Heat never really posed any threat to the Bucks, mm, or yeah. at least they never played like it. Okay, like I think game one, I think game one was quite demoralizing for them because not only so Jimmy Butler hit that insane shot, right, and like yeah, that's yeah, something yeah. that Heat have come to like in one year of Jimmy playing for them, they've kind of come to expect that from him because I don't know they expect a lot from Jimmy, right? They expect a lot from Jimmy and Bam. Uh, but like he hit that shot. Then Chris Middleton, like uh, he hit the shot that gave them uh, like the lead, right? With like I think a few, like a, a second left or something. But I think like one, like one play that really goes under mentioned, and like if it was any other like highly higher rated player, it would definitely be way more talked about. Is when Drew had that block on Jimmy Butler at the end, yeah, like, yeah, last yeah, yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it was sure. bro, bro. It was just sexual. I can't describe it in any other words. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like after that, after this game one, it was really not close, bro. Like the next game, mm. they lost by thirty plus points. They lost by thirty four points. The mm. game after that, also they lost by uh, twenty nine points. Mm. And after yeah. that, also they lost by seventeen. Right. So like none of the games were close. And like I feel like it comes down to a lot of different changes that had been made on both sides. Okay. So firstly, mm. the Bucks hired. Um, sorry, the Bucks got a landed Drew Holiday. Okay, the definitely very the biggest imp- signing of yeah, that yeah. of their off season. Very impressive all NBA defense, uh, all all defense team caliber player. By okay. his by his reckoning and a lot of Bucks fans, like he should be in the running for DPOY as well. And like yeah. I think I, I, yeah. I don't know, like he's a bit so. undersized, but like no, but like, I, I feel think... like he should definitely have an all defensive case. Okay, like mm. if somebody doesn't put him on at least all defensive second team, this is absolute fuck all. All right, bro. Yeah, I but, think he deserves he deserves first team. He's been that good this year. Yeah, yeah. The case is there, bro. All right, but it's, mm. I'm just saying, if he doesn't get second team, that's fuck off. But mm. all right, so getting uh back to the this thing, they the Bucks also managed to land some important pieces and some pieces just stepped up, right? Like mm. Bryn Forbes started playing mentally towards the end of the regular season and like in the playoffs. Right. Bro, yeah, like Bryn Forbes really like he he was doing like if Duncan Robinson was allowed to just do what he was doing and the Bucks weren't able to answer that with their own like uh kind of like three point run, then like it would have been a little harder for the Bucks. But Bryn Forbes was also able to do the same kind of shit. Like he was also catching and making really difficult threes. Yeah. Word. So mm. so beyond that, PJ Tucker was also like a great signing. For them, hmm. but yeah, also yeah. in addition to Bucks landing quite a few important pieces, um, Bobby Portis also. Other, I feel yeah, Bobby like, Portis was there, but be he's, he's just stepped up. He stepped up, but like I feel he yeah, like yeah. Uh, this one. He like they really benefited from him just being able to generate his own yeah, offense yeah. from the post. Yeah, yeah. and so, I think the last and final this thing was like the Heat also lost a lot of important pieces, bro. Like if you look at it, hmm. Jay Crowder. He's playing excellently on the Suns, bro. He did He's a like huge a beast for them. Yeah, and, and like he... so you and me are going to be talking about the Lakers Suns later on. Also, I just want to say right now, fuck Jay Crowder. He's been great, but he's acting too big. Oh, we'll see. Yeah, 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 look. All right, we'll see. Uh-huh. We'll see. LeBron's yeah. gone uh-huh. home. Bro. Back okay. on. Yeah, but uh, so like Jay Crowder will be joining him soon. Bro, so anyway, so so they lost Jay Crowder. Who else have they hmm. lost, bro? Bro, uh, they Kelly lost Kelly Olynyk. Yes, yeah. who's like who? Like you, you won't, you wouldn't think about, you wouldn't think like Ellie Olenek is someone huge that like is gonna make a huge impact losing him, right? But the guy is actually like just the role he plays, right? He the role he played for the Heat last year is big, who's able to space the floor, 
right who's able to give bam the like bam and butler the ability to drive inside and operate inside and like if they get clogged in the paint they can just kick it out and olenek's a dead shot three point shooter right there were so many points when like yeah, the bucks yeah. thought they had him but like you just kick it out olenek he makes three yeah so i think like with all of these like additions on the sides of the bucks and you know mm. subtractions on the sides of the heat that just made the difference yeah. bro and that's why the heat got it all right yeah. so with that we're going to wrap up the heats buck series because there was really not much talk about after the sweep and i think yeah. we've covered all the changes so just like another like another like thing i'd like to mention before we wrap up is like uh, about uh, the fact that like the bucks defense is also really like they were good last year but they become really great this year and it's not just because of the addition of drew holiday it's they've all bought into playing really well like i got a shout out players like dante dimitrenko and pat connaughton who like at the guard position are playing incredibly tough right pj tucker also incredibly tough motherfucker like they're all like uh, playing they're all like able to step up because they know like they're not even in the top 3 like best uh, like like important players on the bucks so they're able to like play aggressively without the fear of like picking up fouls or whatever right yeah, so yeah. like those guys and like they they're directing players into lanes where like they can direct them into yanis they can direct them into uh, like a brook lopez who's an incredible rim protector rim protector yeah, Sure. Yeah. So, uh, so with that, we're gonna wrap up, and you can feel free to catch our other episodes on various series. Yeah, other other first round series.